Hey family, if you are an educator, a teacher, a principal, an education consultant, I have something so special that you cannot find anywhere else that is coming to your phone, your iPad, your desktop. I am bringing together my squad. I'm bringing together my team. I'm bringing together some folks who you can identify with because they were in the classroom in schools and education organizations just like you and now they are running six and seven figure education consulting businesses. I am Dr. Erica Jordan Thomas and welcome to the Seven Figure Educator Podcast. My focus, the the reason that I think one of the reasons that I exist, you know, I'm a husband, I'm a father, and so my family is very important to me. But, you know, one of the key things that I believe and what gets me going every day when I wake up each and every morning is that I exist to redefine what good teaching Mm. and learning looks like in urban and culturally diverse schools because like education is a gift and and is an extraordinary gift that's been held from too many of us for too long. And so I wake up excited every single day to see what it is that I can do to unlock the intellectual treasure of some of these teachers who will have impact on those babies Mm. in the learning environment. And so if you are a school that is having you know, or you know someone that is having is having difficulties with student engagement, classroom management. Like that's that's my zone of genius. That's where you know my company can come into support, and we have a suite of offerings and products in that lane. So if you need something else, that that's not my area mm-hmm. of expertise. But when we talk about engaging students with brain-based research and neuroscience, and and bridging that gap between teaching pedagogy and cognitive development and neuroscience, like that's that's where we kind of get nice at. Mm-hmm. And so that's you know, all things teach, hustle, inspire. And then of course, if you want a dope shirt, like it's not, what, one of the <laughs> things that's been pretty cool though, is that like I'll travel, so I'll wear the merch or something like that. And people are like, yeah, that's a nice shirt. Like mm. that's, a, that's a pretty cool shirt. And then there are people that buy it that are not educators. Mm-hmm. So these are people that not just people that teach or people that serve students, but people that also believe in teaching and believe in serving students and what the extraordinary gift of education can do. So it's, it's been pretty cool to kind of watch it to grow, watch it grow and develop. But I know right now, like the plan that I have in place, like this is just the beginning. Like this is mm-hmm. just, this phase one in the mm-hmm. multiverse. Like we, we, we going all the way up. Yes. We going all the way up. What was the moment in which you realized, oh, this place is different? Mm-hmm. What was that first moment? whether it was peer to peer, whether it was peer to me or wherever, where you were just like, oh, this is a different place. This is gonna um, sound, well, it actually doesn't sound weird considering where we're at, uh, (laughs) how we work together. But I would say um, how open and uh, accepting y'all are of my love language of memes. And I know it's such a, it can be considered such a small thing, but I think the fact that you all understand what I'm saying, if I just, sometimes I may not be able to like find the words or find the expression, but I can drop this Beyonce meme. I can drop this like Candy Burris meme and y'all understand like exactly what I'm talking about. I'm yes. like, oh, so, so we, we've been together before. Y'all, y'all get it. So that was, um, that was one big point for me. Mm-hmm. I remember the moment I looked in Slack and I was like, where did these Beyonce emojis come from? Like, is this a Beyonce on a horse emoji in reaction to my comment? And I love this. Like, yes. teach me your ways, please. <laughs> so good. What about you, Latrice? Um, for me, I think it is 
it was in the application process, but it didn't hit me until the onboarding process. So in the application process, I told myself, you know, I feel com comfortable enough with EJT to let who I am shine through. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do that. And I know she's building um, a business and the person I know at her core is going to let me be who I am in that business. So um, I'm, I'm just going to go for it. And that was the first time I feel like I ever brought 100% of myself. I wasn't, you know, professional Latrice. I was just Latrice. And um, then in onboarding, you set up a 30-minute time for me, and everyone does this, but we got to meet with every person on the team. And that was so just like, wow, like everyone is showing up as themselves. Right. Um, when I logged on and, and I talked to Danielle and like, so I know Danielle sent me like my enrollment email and I still had it. And I was like, oh, this is Danielle. Mm. Like I was able to put a face with a name that I had seen so often. Um, and we weren't talking about like, just, we weren't talking about work. I got to take 30, 40-ish minutes and I got to know her. I learned about her family and her beautiful daughter. And I got to do the same thing with Erica Harrell, who, another member of our team, and Sammy. And that foundation just reminded me that this is a place where Black women can be themselves. Right. Because we were able to connect and it wasn't, you know, Yes, we have performance metrics, right? Like, you, you should. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. that's, that should be a part of your company's culture. But the reason we work so well together and we hit our marks is because we know each other at a human level. Mm -hmm. And if someone's having, you know, a day, you're not like, oh, this person's not doing their job. It's like, they going through something, right? Okay. Like, or they're experiencing something. And let me show up as a human and check in on them as a friend. Like, I consider the people I work with for the very first time, like, we are friends. Yeah. And that's so, um, it was revolutionary to me. Mm -hmm. And it still is, mm -hmm. right? Like, I went to visit Erica Harrell last um, December and got to hang out with her son. And now he he's like, can I talk to Miss Latrice? And I'm like... <laughs> That's wild to me. Like, I've never had that relationship. Mm -hmm. So, um, and you probably can tell I really thrive on relationships. But, um, yeah, it was the foundation of humanity that was, like, just shining through at every moment. Mm -hmm. The third strategy and thought that I wanted to share with you regarding releasing control is that your commitment to control is actually a manifestation of your lack of trust. And when I say your lack of trust, I don't necessarily mean your team. And that might be true, that might be the case, but if you don't trust your team, you actually don't trust yourself. When you feel this commitment to, I have to be in the weeds, I have to be a part of everything, I need to be informed, nothing can be done without me, it's actually a reflection of you don't trust the decisions that you make, you may not have trust the people that you put in place, or you may not trust your ability to actually succeed and hit your goals. So let me give you a quick example, because a part of my work as a leader of being able to grow to a place to give up control is 
understanding that I'm a winner. And at the end of the day, I am not built for anything but winning. Do I take L's? Yes, yeah, sure I do, but my bounce back game is tight, right? So when it comes to things that I delegate to my team, even if my team doesn't make the best decision or if they made a decision that was different from mine, I have to understand I'm still gonna win, right? That there is nothing too big, too great that my team could do that would completely turn my business upside down and cause me not to win. Because at the end of the day, I trust myself enough to know that whatever comes my way, whatever I'm faced with in my business, that I can come out on the other side bigger, better, and stronger. And because I trust myself to win, and again, that doesn't mean that I don't take L's because sis has a number of L's, but it does mean that I trust myself to get up and keep going. So I share with that with you because if you are struggling with control, I would offer up to you the opportunity to reflect around what are the areas in which you actually have not built trust within yourself yet. And by doing that work, it's going to position you to be able to reflect the level of trust to your team that you are actually modeling within yourself. I also believe that it is not a realistic expectation for me to believe that my team won't make mistakes. So this idea of 100% that there will be a zero margin of error, that's not realistic because we're human. Now, should our margin of error be 50%? Nah, <laughs> like absolutely not. I believe that it is a more realistic expectation that my people are humans, that they're gonna make mistakes, that we as a company have transparent conversations about when mistakes are made, and that once we know better, we do better, and that a mistake isn't made for the second time. And a part of your role as a CEO is to build the systems and processes in place that actually reduce the frequency of which mistakes happen. So for some of you, mistakes might be happening in your team and your business because you don't have SOPs. So the issue is actually not the person. The issue is your systems or your lack of systems. Some of you might be experiencing mistakes that your team is making in your business because you don't have a thorough onboarding process, which means you have not thoroughly taught people your expectation for how they should be doing certain tasks in your business. Well, if you haven't taught anybody, you can't hold folks accountable to something that they don't know, right? And so that's the focus, that's the, the priority as a CEO is to build the systems and structures to minimize mistakes rather than believing people should not make mistakes. <laughs>